Hello, awesome people. I hope you all having an awesome day. And as you've、um, probably seen from the title, I will be talking about sexual assault and prevention month. Um, specifically on online abuse. So, trigger warning: this episode, this following episode contains mentions and references of anxiety, depression, sexual assault, and exploitation discussed in detail. First of all, like usual episodes, I would like to talk about like my personal view and my experience and my opinion and all that, but. I would like to share that later into the episode instead of right at the start. So, um, I would firstly like to talk about um what this month is, and so Sexual Assault Awareness Month. For those of you who don't know, um, it's pretty obvious. It's in April, and which is this month, and of course, like other awareness months, uh, or days or weeks, it's basically just um. And a, a a period of time that is dedicated for spreading awareness on a specific topic, but like、um, World Bipolar Day in March last month,、uh, it's really important to raise awareness really throughout the year and not just during that specific time. And for a lot of people, it's very personal、uh, to talk about if they are personally affected by that issue or that problem, and. Um, for advocates, it's really just a day to talk about something and to be、uh, focusing on on a specific topic, which is pretty great. Um, so sexual assault is happening all over the world, and we have some areas that is more common that has that. It's more common in some places and in less developed countries. Some of them use、um, use it as a form to earn money, but it's really it really depends because earning money by doing something、uh, in exchange for sexual favors is a lot different if they're doing it willingly. And however, it's there's a lot of negative、um, impacts on that, and it's illegal in a lot in a lot of places. But it really depends on. Your age and how you do that, and even in Hong Kong and in the U.S. and in well-developed countries, it happens.、Uh, sexual assault is happening, but sometimes people people just wouldn't expect that, and they would just expect like、uh, only less developed countries would actually have that occurring in their country, and really um with. Online abuse it really does happen all over the world, really with anyone who has a phone, or has a laptop, or just through social social media. It's a lot, it's a lot easier nowadays. So, um, this month a lot of people are choosing to focus on online sex sexual exploitation, and I'll talk more about that specifically in a later episode, but. Um, in this episode, I would talk about that as well, and it basically means to really、um, manipulate someone vulnerable, usually younger than them, and just to、uh, use them to sexually abuse them and to exploit them, and sometimes in return for money or other sexual favors. So usually, people in this case 
like in this case teens they won't just exploit themselves or send pictures to random strangers for five or ten dollars um they first of all might be afraid to get scammed and most people won't pay before they receive the pics or videos but um without them even without money in the conversation i don't think anyone would just send pictures and videos for a random person they met online so this is where really trust comes in and often um there includes a conversation beforehand and maybe for a period of time uh, online grooming and it's so often when someone you're talking to seems really nice and they just seem like an innocent guy in a lot of cla- in a lot of cases so if we're talk about girls usually they just find someone who might talk about video games like talk about their their favorite movies or their hobbies and not once would they bring up something sexual but they might slowly ask you about your age and then they would make up a similar one like an age close to yours and act like they're 13 or 14 and they might genuinely seem happy for you after you tell them like about your day after school or something and you might still be like texting them late at night and it just feel really right and it's like you met a new friend online and really that's a lot of effort they put into gaining a teen's trust and to really build a connection with them okay um so because this podcast is the mental health podcast we will uh we will of course talk about the mental health of a person that is uh, affected by something like this and the percentage of people that has gone through um something like this is a lot higher than what people expect and with covid and all of that a lot of teens have um home learning and previously a lot of people were in quarantine and they were just spending a lot of time online or um on social media and not only are we using our phones and electronics a lot more now, um, but often I know a lot of teens and a lot of people I know just had like a period of time where they were feeling really down and they were just really upset and they were really just desperate for for some contact with friends and to socialize and f- to share their emotions and to talk to someone and to have someone to relate to. And that is also a factor of why online uh, sexual abuse is becoming more prominent in some countries and it's getting a lot more like common and a lot more common and disturbing. And this is also a part of the reason why predators are getting a lot more smarter now. And so after a lot of research, I found out that about like one in 10 girls and one in 50 or 52 boys will be sexually abused um, when they are uh, up to when they're 18. And a lot of you might know that like a quarter of adults have mental health issues. So that's basically one in four people on earth would have some form of mental problem or disorder, whether it be like treated or undiagnosed. So if you really put that into perspective and if we think about like in terms of girls for a second if you're in the class of 20 people then at least two of you would have gone through um online abuse and if you're looking at 
and if you just look around and find four people around you at least one of them would have a mental disorder in their lifetime so i would say that it is absolutely not unlikely that online sexual abuse can be directly contributed uh, it can directly contribute to the number of people or the percentage of people with mental health issues and i think it's very possible that quite a number of people with mental health issues and problems they it might be caused by their traumatic experience with something like being exploited online so as i am also a teenager and i also have like a lot of problems and like i'm trying to socialize and talk to friends and get everything right and get school and all that so i do spend a lot of time on my phone and i'm quite a socially awkward person so i really enjoy being alone and like not socializing but i like i really like being alone i really prefer it more than being with friends in some cases and being alone and being lonely are two different uh, completely different things so i'm usually alone but not lonely so yeah so back to the point um i was dealing with some like i was dealing with my mental health and um i had some other stuff going on and some uh some school stuff some family stuff and my mental health was really honestly not that good and i and it's something i've been really focusing on for quite a while now and while being away from my therapist and i had a new psychiatrist and for a while it was just a little unusual and i didn't get a lot of chances to talk to my friends and so i fell into a hole and uh not a legit hole but I know a lot of people have been in the same dark hole before and so how it works uh, usually I just think about it as whether whenever someone um whenever sorry something upsetting or physically or mentally draining happens you get pushed down and you keep getting pushed down and whatever really something negative you get pushed down into the hole and like all holes it is a real hole and it has a bottom so that's the end and i'm sure most of you would know what that means and but you've got people you've got objects or you've got pets and events or something that can help you and friends they're your rope and you get pulled up and you have parents that would throw you some food while you're down there to survive and you've got pets that would sacrifice themselves to be with you and you got all that and so that's how um that's basically how it works and it's a way that a lot of people and me i visualize my struggles and this is how i visualize it and it's it's very possible it's very possible to make it out and if you keep going it will happen and even though it's hard it's it's really you would get out if you hang on long enough so i'm out of the hole now and i feel quite great but when i wasn't i really when i was still in the hole i really wanted someone and i was too scared to get help and that's when people online showed up and 
that's really a really bad time because usually I would be when I'm happy I'll be thinking straight and of course I would just block them delete their chats and block them and that's what usually that's that's the right thing to do it's the safest thing to do but I wasn't feeling great and it's embarrassing for a lot of people going through this and really um you want you really want someone to be with you and you really want to do things right and you really really want to just basically feel something good and during that time i was just a little sad and had i had the problem with my meds for bipolar and i got messed up and that messed up that messed me up even more and when i was when i met a really nice girl and she started talking to me about her experience with addiction and of course i felt nice i felt like someone really understood me and she was able to relate to me and my problems and she also struggled with getting um addicted to um really meds and she also had family problems and she also was struggling in school she had anxiety and all that well then it turns out she wasn't a girl and so that's how it happened but sometimes it's really a lot weirder like i think it's a bit weird that i met a girl at first and because usually people um they would disguise themselves as someone younger like a teen but they wouldn't necessarily say they are a girl but um sometimes it does happen so you have to really be careful so why does online exploitation get so 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 difficult to deal with um if you're talking about like um online so on social media so basically you think you've got a friend who really gets you and it's almost like you want to meet them in real life and your best friends and all that and suddenly boom you're what one get one day they're your best friend and the other day they're a 50 year old guy preying on teenage girls and then you realize you send them a pic and that's when it happens they don't care about you they just pretend to care about you to get you to do what they want and then you get blackmailed you realize you can't get out of that hole and you realize you're stuck and you either have to send them money or perform more of the sexual favors they ask for or they'll just send send it to your parents and friends so you think you're stuck um basically that's how it happens but that's really not the end you're really not that stuck and you can ask for help but i know why it's a it's really hard for teens to really take that step so that's why a lot of teens choose to take their own lives and um when they're stuck in this position they turn to other negative habits and really that just makes the problem worse and you go deeper into that hole and it, it for a lot of people it just hurts too much to tell an adult and to tell parents because you feel like you're betraying them or like you're um, upsetting them or disappointing them and if you have a rough relationship with your parents you would think you're really making it harder for them and they would be less proud of you and they would hate you more 
and it's it's the last thing you want to do for a lot of people you would think that telling an adult is the end of the world and they won't accept you they'd think you're dumb and you're stupid but that's not it and that's why we really need more education and more people to teach about this topic specifically because if you're my age if you're like 13 14 15 um the majority of you would have met someone sketchy online but not dealt with such a big problem i've seen news um reports of where people a lot younger than me like eight or nine they're playing roblox or fortnite or just some game their parents think is harmless they're just playing with your friends and then that's what happens and the thing about it being online it's really hard to trace down and um if you've seen like tv shows it's possible they meet up and then expose them but a lot of the time unless you like trace them online but it's very hard and there's too many of them it's really hard to really avoid that so you'd really just have to work to prevent that to happen to prevent it from happening to you and usually people they'll think that it won't ever happen to you and you think you're smart and you think you're it, you're too clever for that to ever happen to you you might be right but i thought of the same thing too and i thought people are so dumb like a lot of them are so so dumb to send um pictures of themselves with their face with their face even and just to random people they met online and i would just think like who would ever do that like why would ever why would anyone ever do that and you'd never think it'd be you we're all going to struggle with ourselves our own feelings our own emotions and our own thoughts and it's impossible to run away from because it's in your head and someone disguised as a friend would offer help and usually sometimes that's how it starts you trust them and then they betray your trust but we've all had um weird strangers text us on instagram and like i said before block them usually i would just um block them without a second thought don't think too much of it just block them delete their chat and they're gone so i know um people in my school and some of my friends um even uh, some of my close friends had uh, gone through with something like this and um what's wrong is how we get taught about this topic what we know about this topic and the, the stigma and the stereotypes around it and firstly many people think it's taboo so we naturally avoid it and avoiding it it doesn't really do anything because the problem is here the problem is right in front of us and it w- it wouldn't go away it wouldn't just stop if we just stop talking about it because we all know about this topic and we we have all experienced it some more severe but um of course kids like um younger kids they don't really know about that but as we're teenagers we really do need to get taught more about the sensible way and how to really avoid that because it's it's really it's really hard when teenage kids they a lot of us just want to 
we've all had like online friends and all that and it's really dangerous and but a lot of the time they're really nice and in reality a lot of them are actually really nice friends online but also a portion of them are just people pretending to be your friends so um sometimes we get taught about this um, and society teaches it in a wrong way a sort of wrong way so uh, like what i said in the beginning of the episode it is not always very obvious when it happens some people go up to you online they ask for pics but they don't get much that doesn't work for most people they don't they don't do that I've got friends that made out friends online, 15, 16 year old boys who are from the other side of the world. And they say they're good at maths or um, they came from a really rich family and they're really good at basketball or swimming or soccer or something. And they think, oh, it's just a friend, right? It won't harm you and it won't really do any bad. And it's just another teenage boy like you. But then... This is not really what happens and you, this is something we can't really learn through maths or English or science or everything in school. You can't learn to protect yourself from online child predators by knowing how to do trigonometry and to be able to analyze um, Shakespeare and all that. It's really important, like trigonometry and Shakespeare is really important, but in reality, the people who haven't experienced this don't know how it looks like and a lot of people are really really smart like a lot of them are very experienced in um, hunting down kids and so often we really it's really hard you don't really know when it comes and so often only the people who have experienced the online abuse before knows what it looks like and are able to prevent it from happening again to them. So for the people that haven't experienced it, they won't be able to protect themselves and which and it would just basically keep happening to them and they would then become a person who has survived it and they would be able to prevent it from happening to themselves. But people who haven't experienced it wouldn't. So it's a loop. People who has experienced it, they would know what it looks like, so they would prevent it from happening again. But then people that don't wouldn't be able to prevent it, and then they become a survivor, and then it's just a loop. And the point is, we, we really don't want to wait until everyone has gone through it for it to stop. We don't want to reach the last person in the world for it to stop, because we all know how to protect ourselves. Because the chances are it won't happen to people that have already experienced it but we don't want to just be able to protect the people that have gone through abuse we also want to prevent it from happening to people that haven't gone through it so yeah and that's the whole point of this month of sexual assault awareness and prevention month it's a prevention month and so the point is we could prevent it it's not impossible a lot of people say like oh it didn't hurt you it didn't hurt you that bad. You're still you're still here. It must have made you stronger, and that is a huge lie. I've heard it many. I've heard it many times, and it sucks because, sure, it might have made you stronger, but at what cost? It it might have took more from you than it has given you, and 
everyone who has gone through abuse would give so 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 much to unlive that experience and to not know about all of that and to not know about that side of the world and to just not experience it because it's really um different to hear and to listen and to see that compared to actually feeling it because this is a really serious topic it's really serious and it's not funny and it has happened to a lot of people and I've done collabs with people through podcasts a few years ago and they've lived um they've lived through um online abuse and it sucks and it does happen and that's the reality but the point is we can we it'd be hard to change the people that exploit kids online but we can also just learn to prevent it better because that is so much easier when predators can't find anyone else to prey on they will naturally stop it will take too long for them to hunt down kids and send messages to each of them individually and pretend to be friends so we have to talk about it it's not embarrassing it's not shameful it's shameful if it has happened to you it hurts it does really hurt and but this is happening and what good would we do if we don't help the people that have been impacted by it and to help and prevent someone prevent it from happening to someone and one thing one other thing i would like to say is that even though statistics um show that female so girls are more vulnerable vulnerable to this sort of problem it is very possible for a boy so for males to go through this and if it happens if someone tells you about it please believe them always believe them always believe them before you choose to doubt them or anything the last thing you want to do is for them to pour their heart out to you and to tell them every single detail and to basically relive that experience and for you to just not accept them and not to believe them so the point of this is to just be a good human be a good person so um as usual before we end this i would like to remind you to please reach out for help um please talk to a trusted adult if you're feeling down or unwell you can also also call for crisis hotlines if you'd prefer that and if you're in an emergency please call your local emergency services of course you can talk to me for uh you can chat you can talk to me for like a chat or for some teenage advice or whatever you want but i am not necessarily good at that and i am not a trained a not a professional and i'm not trained so i would really suggest talking to an adult or a professional in this area first um please do not hesitate to seek help before we finish this episode i would like to say thank you for listening and that you can always contact me at my link tree um if you're listening on spotify um it's in my about and if uh you're if you're not on spotify you can easily find find it on my instagram bio so please contact me there for any suggestions feedback or if you just like to chat um so i hope that helps thank you for listening i hope you listen to my other episodes and i hope you have an awesome day bye